Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's gaming news and, you know, we bring it straight to you. It's episode 90 this week. Um, yeah, 90. We're, we're not too far off from that uh, special 100. we got 10 episodes left, so, uh, you know, we were just yeah. talking about it. We're going to try to come up with something a little special for you guys at that point in time, so make sure to stay tuned for sure. And, uh, you know, again... For those of you who are watching, you know, we were we're on YouTube, of course, um, but we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. If you guys want to, you know, take us on the go while you're in the car, driving to work or whatever. Um, so, yeah, make sure to, to subscribe. Make sure to follow us on, you know, all, all those different platforms for sure. We appreciate the support. Uh, but, yeah, again, I'm Black Ice, a.k.a. Uh, well, Danzel, a.k.a. Black Ice. And I'm joined by my co-host to my right. Oh, I actually got the, I got the I got the pointing <laughs> correct this time. Yeah, I was like, you gotta uh, do the opposite, you know what I'm saying? Say, you say to the right, but you really point to the left. You know, you know how it goes, the mirrored stuff. But Scott, I got my guy Goop Master Flex over here, man. What you doing, bro? Gooping as usual. The gooping, the goopy spooky season's over, and now it's you know goopy foodie season. There you go. Goopy foodie season. Okay. Because we're approaching Thanksgiving. Okay. I, yeah. I, I see. It does not sound. Dis- <laughs> you know, like goopy food? <laughs> yeah, go- yeah. Goopy food sounds like that um, the slop they used to give you in yeah. school or in the, in the prison yard. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> Yo, I don't care what anybody says. School and lunch. School lunch always smack. People just complain because, you know, they wanted to be all bougie, yo. But, like, you can't tell me them chicken patties. They're not smack. You can't tell me that. I ain't gonna hold you. Them chicken patties went hard. Them, that hold me through all my life. You know, I just wanted to say that, you know. Chicken patties were trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all are wild. Yo. Them chicken patties were trash. Yo, yo, you bougie, bro. I don't care what anybody says, bro. It's because when you like hungry and you got nothing else to eat because everything else is trash, but the chicken patties always consistent and never missed. The spicy one always smacked. And we all went to the same high school, albeit yeah. at different times. So I know <laughs> the, the same times. food. And that shit was garbage, bro. Come on, bro. Oh no! Uh, but but the chicken, the chicken patties was consistent, and it was always there when you needed it the most. Y'all can miss me with all that shit. The best thing I ever had out of uh, New Britain High School's um, cafeteria is when they when uh, Krispy Kreme opened up on the Pike, and they like brought it all to us so we could have it like during exams. Like there was some standardized test that we were going through. And they were like, oh, you come through and get get the Krispy Kreme donuts. And that lasted all of like 10 seconds because everybody in the school came through to get it. That's the only good thing I ever had out of the Britain High's cafeteria. Yes, bro. Krispy Kreme sounds amazing right now. I'm not going to lie. I remember I went to the casino once and the Krispy Kremes were just going out the line and the glazing on the top and just like. Mm. Mm. The Delectable. best donuts ever. 
Delectable. Delectable. Definitely, definitely. All right, but we got, we got to get back on track here, guys. So, so, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We got a little bit of, little bit off the rails already. I'm sure that's going to happen a couple more times. But, course, you know, we already introduced my guy, Gooba. So, of course, we got to talk to my guy down low here, Mr. May 25th. How you doing today, man? Oh, uh, you know, different toilet, tired. But I am excited, I got to say. Um, I know we won't give this a lot of shine in our, our broadcast here, but it is officially, officially Gen 9 season for real, for real. Game is going to be in hand in about 17 days, y'all. All right. Oh, God. Listen, okay. I, am, I, am, I am being excited. If they drop the ball on this, I will be hurt, and I will talk a lot of shit. But boy, oh boy, I think they might have done it. I'm gonna say that beforehand, and it's a they might have done it, y'all. Well, you said you said 17 days, 17 days. What November 18th? <laughs> you know, on the Goop Day. <laughs> really, your birthday? Yeah, yeah, November 18th. That's a sign. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's it's a, it's gonna be a big month for games though. It really is. Yeah. It'll be a big month for games. So of course, um, you know, we just got Call of Duty that dropped. We'll mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about that later. Um, we got on the eighth, or is it the ninth? Eighth or ninth, we got God of War. Yeah. Yeah. Got God of War, that's gonna be a hitter. We already know. Um, as you just mentioned, we got the eighteenth, we got um we got Pokemon. Yes. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be an interesting month for sure. Uh, on the sixteenth is Warzone. Too, and then the oh, DMZ yeah, mode yeah. that's gonna be huge. That's huge. gonna that's mm, 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 I cannot wait. Um, for that. that game is like be playable day one. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's why they gave themselves some time to iron certain things out. I don't know. I mean, the the initial launch for Call of Duty wasn't too bad, so yeah, it was a little buggy, but like I mean, yeah, it was still playable. Wise, you know, yeah, yeah, just gotta go through some oops, but. Right. But it wasn't as bad as like some other things. And, you know, this is supposedly the, the fastest selling Call of Duty of all time at this point. So if they, mm-hmm. can, if they can muscle through that, maybe Warzone might not be so bad. Definitely. And then, you know, pivoting aside from gaming, you know, we got we got Black Panther coming out on the 11th. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't wait to watch that. I already got my tickets. I'm actually watching that a day early. I feel special, you know. OK, OK. I'll, I'll be there on the 11th. I got my... Uh, <laughs> I got my white suit picked out. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna honor my boy Chadwick, so it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that's that's enough about all that stuff. We're gonna talk about the games of the week. We're gonna talk about uh the moments of the week that we really wanna get into. But Chris, I'm gonna let you take it away though. You gotta give us the buffer for this week, man. What's up? Um, for me, I feel like I got two answers, but I can't really tell you I think I've played more. Oh, between Pokemon Yellow, I have restarted that game every single time I beat it. Back when I was, like, annoying age, so, like. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. I, was just, I beat it, and it's still just as fun. Let's do it. It was that. But then if it's not that, got to be Skyrim. Got to be Skyrim. Mm. Skyrim at least five, six times all the way through, easily. That one and Fallout 3, I'll tell you how many times I've done it. I haven't done it in recent time. 
man. Especially when they was adding in all those DLCs, like they did the werewolf, the uh, the vampire one, and the mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, I got a couple random rogue floating around in the Bethesda universe somewhere because I have I have put my time in. Mm. I have put my time in. I, I really have. I, I don't know why, but Skyrim just kept on being fun. Mm-hmm. I'd like beat it a million and one times. You always find something new that you notice something you didn't notice. You always finally achieve some kind of like armor or something that you weren't able to kind of get your hands on at first. I don't know, man. That, that game... One of these days, we got to do a top 10 list. Like an expansion pack. Like, that's right. <laughs> One in the half, just from right now. Just top 10 games of all time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That sounds like an interesting episode. It's, it's... <sighs> Let me stop. I might end up going into a whole ass. Uh, Dude, I, I, you know, it's always like that, bro. I agree. <laughs> Because I know what I'm, but yeah, I'd have to throw that. That's my name. Not throwing the hat easily. There's a couple more, but I don't even have to think about Skyrim. Oh yeah, okay. I don't this because I still had the Bethesda charm with all the bugs and all that shits here and there. But <laughs> man, that game had me like enamored for months. It's crazy. Where? Okay. Yeah, man. Manny, what you got? It's uh, it's hard to pinpoint one game. I actually had a couple. And they're all, mostly of them, most of them, I would say, are probably in the same series. I got to say, you know, Grand Theft Auto games, I, I can always play, man. I can always play. Like, when I'm feeling bored and I just want to just put something on just to fool around or whatever, I was put on a classic GTA game, you know, throwing three, Vice City, whatever, San Andreas. I can play all of them multiple times. I would not care. I also enjoy it and have the same experience full on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That though, do you at least try to change up how you play them each playthrough or no? I just I'm more of like casual, you know what I'm saying? Like I would just play the game and I'll just enjoy the experience, you know, anyway. It doesn't matter to me. But like I I'd always like get the same, you know, kicks and laugh, especially like, you know, as you get older and then like you replay it when you get younger, what when you were younger and you just like realize some jokes and shit that you missed, but I, I honestly, you know, like I said, I always enjoy Grand Theft Auto. No matter what, they always do it for me. I feel that. Okay. So for me, it's going to be tough, man. I don't really pl- replay a lot of games, especially now at, at this age. I just don't have time for it. And I'm, I tend to skew more towards, like, multiplayer games as it is. So really isn't a lot of games that get too much replay value out of me. But I do have to say, and I feel like I'm going to be like a a broken record here, but Elden Ring is, is is the last game that I played multiple times. I got through two separate playthroughs, technically on my third at this point in time. Um, yeah, I mean that it, that game was obviously amazing, and I felt like I had to go back in and and you know explore more. And on top of that, like I was also helping people play through it, so I feel like in that way it kind of had its own replay value there too. Like I I I probably fought the majority of the bosses in the game at least three to four times, you know, in between like helping people and like Melania, I know I've, I've, or whatever, whatever her name is, Melena or whatever. I know I fought her like five different times for different people in different playthroughs. And 
like somebody helped me beat it, then I went to go help them beat it, and so on and so forth, and the cycle continues. So Elden Ring definitely had to be the most playthroughs I can think of recently. Um, outside of that, Resident Evil 2, I definitely went back. The, the remake, I went back and played a couple times. Um, I have every intention of playing Resident Evil 4 remake a number of times, as, <laughs> as easily one of my favorite games of all time. As long so. as you don't mess it up, you know. It's it feels impossible. It feels impossible to fuck it up at this point. So I'm I'm I know, yeah. It, it depends. Yeah, it just it feels impossible. Like it's I don't know. We'll find yeah. it. But um but the other one, and this one I guess doesn't get talked about as much on this channel here, but um Mass Effect. Mass Effect three in particular got a lot of different playthroughs for you, boy. And specifically because, you know, that that one it was like, you know, depending on what I do. You know, if I'm going to be Paragon, if I'm going to be this, if I'm going to romance uh, this person, romance that person, you know, like you were going to get different results. So I, I felt like I had a lot of fun going through and replaying that game a number of different times. So that that's that would end up being my more more solid answer because it was a long time ago, but I definitely played that game a lot. Yeah, I wish I played through those games when I was younger. I definitely I would have done the same. Now I just don't got time to really just mess around like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. Nowadays, it's got to be like, it's got to be gripping. Yeah. It's gotta for be our younger viewers, we're sorry for some, like, we're complaining old men, but it'd be like that. I mean, it is what it is, man. You still have as much time. Yeah, that's all it is, man. Like, you grow up, you got responsibilities, and you start adulting yeah. sucks. So, you know what I'm saying? So, this is what it is. Yeah. And then you want to be a kid again, and you're just like, damn, I chose the wrong, the wrong, uh, what is it called? I don't know. We just chose the wrong choices. I don't even think it's the wrong choice. It's just inevitable, right? It just is yeah, I know. Is. I figure. I figure. Yeah, yeah. But but um. But yeah, I feel like though it's it's funny because when I look back at my time in Elden Ring, you know, like it's almost like uh like I was living in a vacuum because I did have so much time and I like drained so much time into that game. Like, <laughs> I guess in some ways I'm not entirely proud of it, but like like I was I was doing it like. In pause doing it uh but like playing in the middle of the day you know like while i'm like working like you know any any time i had to, in between to like get in and like just get another boss fight just get to another um side of grace and do this like like it was like i spent a lot of time and it's weird because i don't know where i got that time from because yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but alas it was what it was definitely a time i'll never forget also not really a news item, but there is a rumor that uh, early 2023 is going to be when the DLC is going to hit for Elden Ring. So I feel like if that is true, we're going to get an announcement at the Game Awards for sure. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's like, that's like only a month away. And you know we're about to do a stream for that one too. For mm-hmm. sure. That's the annual uh, Game Awards stream is going to be popping. But yeah, let's get into the stories for this week, though. Chris, thank you for the buffer. Appreciate that. For absolutely, sure. absolutely. So, uh, so first things first, we're gonna get into a little bit of Microsoft news here. There's there's been a a, a bunch of random stories since uh, since we last spoke. You know, um, like I think the, they announced like Game Pass numbers or something. You know, talking about how Game Pass is finally profitable. Phil Spencer's been like on a, a tear with interviews and whatnot, but. We're going to pivot over to something a little different here. This is more in the rumor land of things. But um, apparently 
Embracer Group, who, who uh, recently purchased a number of studios from Square, as we talked about before, um, I think they they purchased what used to be Square Enix Montreal, which I think they were rebranding to Eidos Montreal, and like they did all these different rebrands and whatnot. Um, somewhere in there, there was a, a news story today that talked about Eidos actually working with Microsoft and specifically Playground Games to um, to work on Fable. Basically, this sounds a lot like the partnership that Crystal Dynamics and uh, the initiative have with uh, Perfect Dark. And obviously we don't know too much about the details behind those agreements. And again, this particular one seems like a, a rumor, but I found it to be very interesting. And I figured, you know, something that we definitely uh, should talk about here because, you know, I, I think we've all expressed excitement for this, this uh, Fable game, especially knowing that Playground Games is going to be working on it and, you know, seeing the, the, the love and care that they've put into the Forza Horizon franchise. So, you know, I think we all expect something of high quality from this Fable game for sure. Now, knowing that the size of the Playground Games team, I would have expected them to be able to, you know, handle this game without as much assistance in comparison to the initiative, which is like a, a pretty small team. Um, so it makes sense that they would, you know, pull in Crystal Dynamics for some help, you know, as like a sister studio. I I don't know too much of um, too many instances of support studios coming in that aren't owned by like the company. You know what I mean? Like like it just mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that now this this is two games from like this Square Enix former Square Enix family, now, you know, Embracer Group family mm-hmm. that are partnering with Microsoft to to go ahead and um, to make these games. Now, the first, first thing I, I want to, I guess, bring up or, you know, kind of hypothesize about is I, I almost wonder if, if this Activision Blizzard deal had already gone through or if it didn't exist at all, would Microsoft have been purchasing Crystal Dynamics and IDOS? You know what I mean? Like, mm. like it's it's obviously they can't do it right now. They're in the middle of you know this this big acquisition, and you know there's a lot of eyes on it, and you know Sony's doing this, and the EU's doing that, and the UK government's doing another thing. You know, there's a lot going on. So obviously Microsoft can't go and outright acquire any studios, mm. but they did say that the, you know once this is done, they're still looking to buy more studios, and they're probably looking to buy smaller studios. Crystal Dynamics and IDOS seem like the perfect studios to like especially if they want to grab the ip that's involved i mean you know it it may be kind of complicated to say that microsoft owns tomb raider you know like that especially the way um the people look at like the call of duty ip and like you know is microsoft becoming monopoly now yada yada yada. all those different conversations that are coming about but at, at the very least from the standpoint of um you know talent talent being utilized to make some of these games that Microsoft does already have the IP for, it seems like, you know, IDOS and, and Crystal Dynamic would make a lot of sense. So what do you guys make of this deal? Do you think, uh, you know, maybe Microsoft is, is keeping them in the back pocket and that way maybe a year from now, maybe they do get acquired? You know, Manny, I'll start with you on this one. Yeah, it's uh, definitely an interesting trend because, you know, like you mentioned, they are based on the same group. So um, the fact that, you know, Microsoft is asking for help and, you know, getting this extra help is actually, uh, I would say pretty nice. We, we've seen, you know, Perfect Dark, you know, that whole hot mess scandal and everything like that. And I also do want to touch on what you said about um, 
Microsoft purchasing them if the whole Activision scandal didn't go through. I'm damn sure that if if um what is it called Activision to go through, we definitely probably would have seen Tomb Raider and them whatever being bought. Shoot, Microsoft probably would have bought the whole thing instead of Embracer only buying a portion of it. <laughs> but um yeah, I definitely I do I do like it though because it does end up, you know, speeding up the process of um, these games releasing and possibly even an exclusive partnership between each company since they are, you know, doing good for each other. So who knows, you might see a possible, uh, you know, first party Game Pass day one game from these groups that are helping out you too. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if the relationship's good enough, then... Microsoft may be able to work out some things to get some exclusivity deals done, you know, a la some of the things that, that Sony's been doing with like mm-hmm. Silent Hill or, you know, like whatever. So so seeing that uh, these studios are getting quality time working with first party studios on mm-hmm. Xbox hardware and, you know, also by virtue, probably getting a, a different look at the Xbox hardware as as compared to if they were just working as a third party. Um, you know, probably getting a little bit more hands-on work with like actual Xbox engineers who, who built the thing and can kind of work them through the SDK. So that could also lead to, you know, better third-party Xbox games from IDOS. And, you know, because apparently there, there's another rumor that IDOS Montreal is working on a, a Deus Ex game. So, you know, if there's situations like that, you can kind of see like partnerships, strategic partnerships forming or for Microsoft, even if it's not necessarily an acquisition, but maybe a, an exclusive Game Pass game, or even just having the game in Game Pass, period, you know? Like mm-hmm. all, all those different things can come into play, so that's a good point, Manny. Um, but Chris, what do you think about this game? Um, I don't know. I try not to look at it from a standpoint if be acquired or anything like that, because I've, I've seen plenty of uh, examples of it literally just being a partnership where you do get something good at the end of it, but that's all it kind of was. Um, but I definitely will agree with the idea that it, it it could lead to things like exclusivity and 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 different perks that you get in that way. Because I think, you know, and you are looking to get acquired. If you work out those kind of deals or whatnot, then I think that kind of lets you know these devs still uh, maintain their independence if that's still what they're looking for. And yeah, no, and also I don't think it's a bad idea in terms of them reaching out for more. The game's completed. Like, I, I'm not mad at things like that happening. Like, why would I ever be mad at somebody reaching out for help to kind of say, all right, yeah, can you work on this? Can you work on this? No, that's not bad. That's good. That's very, very good. Like, that, that's, that's an amazing thing. You free up hands and you you take for people. Um, yeah, no, I can't say anything bad about this at all. It's nothing but a positive thing in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, no bad, nothing bad to say. This is good shit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Positivity. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it means we get, you know, like you said, hopefully it means we get a better game and faster, sooner, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. That's been a. Yeah. It's it's definitely, it's definitely been a while. You know, obviously 2022 has not been good for the exclusives on the Xbox front. Um, So, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what comes of that. Although Phil Spencer did uh, say that he actually just had an interview that came out like yesterday or something um, with I Justine and her sister. And he said like, you know, he's fully aware of the lack of first party exclusives and um, that apparently 2023 is going to be a big year. So, mm. We'll see what that means. 
I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, obviously, Starfield alone. If Starfield releases, then then yes, it's it's automatically a bigger year than than this past year. But mm-hmm. um, you know, he seems to be alluding to to some real hitters coming. So we'll see. I mean, damn, that would have been crazy to think that Starfield would have been coming out in uh, just ten more days, man. That yeah. shit, it kind of hurts. Yeah, ten, yeah, ten days exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean. Again, hopefully, if the if they make a better game for it and they delayed it for that reason, that's fine. Cause, uh, <laughs> goddamn, I, I got God of War to play, you know. And I, oh yeah, definitely, I, man. I, I would have been trying to rush through God of War, you know, like <laughs> for like a day or two, and then, Dude. yeah, nah, that that was, and to put it aside, like Horizon. That's exactly what would happen. That is exactly what would have. Well, I don't. know. I think I think God of War is better than Horizon, so I would have probably come back to God of War, but it would have it would have gone on the back burner for at least a little bit. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, that's that's Idos, that's that's Fable. We'll see what comes of that. But moving on to another uh, another studio, another partnership, I should say. Um, EA just this, today actually confirmed that they are working on at least three games with Marvel. So we already know that this uh, the Iron Man game is coming from the Moto Studio, um, but yeah, they they they've said that they struck a deal to make several new games based on Marvel properties. You know, we got like I said, we got the Iron Man game, um, and ah, uh, yeah, they didn't really add add too much more information from the press release from what I can see. But you know, one of the little blurbs they said here is that we've we've had a long standing partnership, or sorry, we've we've been longtime fans of marvel and their impressive leadership so this is a remarkable moment for our developers as well as our players and fans so we didn't really get any concrete information outside of the you know just it's gonna be three games so i do know that there was a a rumor i think we discussed it on the podcast at one point in time but there was a rumor that um ea is also making a single player open world black panther game now, obviously, at this rate, it's probably not going to come out tied to the movie because that movie is like literally like a week or two away. Uh, but still, it, it's supposedly in the early stages. And the rumor is that um, one of the former heads of Monolith, Monolith Studios, who made. Um, oh, my God. What's the name of the game? That. Uh, is it the Swiss remake? No, I'm 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 blanking. They they're not an EA studio. Models is not oh, an EA studio. Oh, no, I'm, I'm um, sure they right. made Shadow of Mordor. Oh God. Okay. Mm, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That game was pretty dope. I mean, the the combat yeah. from that game it actually it functioned a lot like a Arkham Knight version. Or sorry, Arkham Knight. Yeah, no, Arkham. Sorry. Yeah, it Arkham almost Knight, almost yeah. got mixed up. Oh, it functioned a lot like a Arkham Knight version. Um, or like a like a skinned version of like Lord of the Rings, but like mm-hmm. playing a lot like Arkham Knight. So if they can get the combat down that was in those games and put it in this Black Panther game, fire. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fire for sure. So assuming assuming that the Black Panther game is real, and obviously we know the Iron Man game is is that's confirmed. What do you guys think is the third game? Or at least what would you want to be the third game um as far as Marvel releases go? So I'm gonna I'm gonna just kick both of y'all out the way right now and say that I want them to make Blade. Nobody could take that from me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one now. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I don't know, man. Like what I'm trying to think, cause like we already got Spider-Man. We already got Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Like, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I would want a Thor game. Nah, I would want because I think if they make a game, I want to see them take at least one of them and use it to take some of the characters that aren't as popular. You know what I'm saying? Love to actually see a game based upon Loki that was more story driven. But then at the same time, I think they could do some really cool things with an Ant Man game, man. Can we, I just oh, can we can we say time out for a hot second? Did you just infer that Loki is not popular? No, okay, wow. <laughs> they're all popular, like right. They're listen to what I'm saying here. I mean, sense of gets more games. Obviously, man or a Batman. Those are. De- Okay, that's okay. all I meant. If you're talking about it as far as video games, then sure. Okay, Sheesh, I get you. Put the pitchfork I away, thought, brother. I was like, bruh. <laughs> Damn. That's all I was I meant when I said that made it. Oh you can do with an Ant-Man game. Like if you really, 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 really took the time to make this game right. Maybe say like they took the same effort that they put into that last uh, Star Wars game that they had, the um, the Fallen, Fallen Order, mm-hmm. yeah, and put that into a game like that, bro. I think it would hit because for me, like I like Ant Man, but out of all the movies that they do in the MCU, I could say yeah, I, I probably put him at the lower tier of things. Mm-hmm. See him get a little bit more what he's what he's got going. On. Um. Especially if they got the mechanics right in terms of him growing and shrinking and making the world dynamic to really like adapt to that, that'd be cool. Yeah, cool. That yeah. that's so hard. Like I could not think of how they could do that. Like from a technical standpoint yeah. alone, that'd be so difficult. Like it would have to be extremely linear. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't, you couldn't just go big and small whenever you wanted and go anywhere, because because then you have to like build out detailed levels on a microscopic level and then mm-hmm. a granular level too. Like if you think about it, takes two and how that world exists when they're small and there's obviously a lot of things going on around them, but like it's cinematically done so that there's a lot of things going around them. But imagine all that stuff is happening and then you're like, oh, bet I want to be big now, mm-hmm. and then like. <laughs> Boom, like yeah. now now you're going from like being normal size to being like giant man, and it's like, oh shit, like now you have to render an entire world. That shit would be dope, but like I feel like that's virtually impossible with the technology that we have right now. Well UE5 U five with all that matrix bullshit configured. It's gonna be a basic ass world, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's to... that's gonna be virtually impossible as far as I can tell. Damn. But I but I'm I'm here with you. I want it. We're we're, t- we're talking a pipe dream. I want it. No, yeah, yeah. I want it. I, think I, I just dope. think it'll be so cool, man. He has so much potential with the universe that you can build around him for a video game. You know, like I, yeah. I think I'd way more rather either that or even a Doctor Strange game. I think would be cool. The Doctor um, Strange game would be dope as fuck. Yeah, that would be dope as fuck. Yeah, that 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 could be cool too. But man, Ant Man, I think show my bruh some love, bruh. Come on, man. Cool. If, if I'm thinking of something that's maybe a little bit more, Ooh. I guess, re- yeah, realistic, <laughs> realistic around the the systems that we have in place nowadays, I think a Daredevil game would really hit. Why are you gonna say that, man? I was gonna say that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I, I was like, like Shani, I'm like, I'm gonna say Daredevil. I'm gonna say Daredevil. <laughs> I think you freaking 
sorry, 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 sorry. Oh. Now, because I was gonna say, like you mentioned, Arkham style fighting for, uh, you know, Black Panther, and I'm like, I think that would be perfect on Daredevil. You know, you might not, you know, have a glider or, or whatever it is, zip shooter shit, but like, you know, I feel like the Arkham style game. What you mean? Into- Hold on, what you mean? My guy got the he got the cane, and the cane had the the um, it had like a string on it. Like he he could swing like. If you read the comic books, there are moments, especially when he hooks up with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. they're like swinging through the the city. I mean, it's it's kind of a little unrealistic in comparison. Well, I mean, both of them unrealistic. Actually, no, yeah. just forget that I said that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But but Daredevil is like swinging through the city with his cane. Like he throws it out and like hooks onto things, uh, kind of like Batman, and then he swings. So it's there. It's there. I can see it. Yeah, I mean, if that's there, then I mean, that's there. <laughs> don't think it's he's blind so he can't drive <laughs> I don't believe that I believe he can drive oh he definitely could drive I think I think, well, I think if he could yeah. ain't no reason why this man I don't care what nobody says he nah, my brother could drive you wonder no boy Matt Murdock I bet you I bet you that's gonna be like a thing like this Daredevil show that's coming out in uh in Disney Plus at some point in time, like they'll have like a like a moment where he drives. Like it'll be like a very short thing, and it'll, they'll make like somewhat of a joke about it. But like I feel like that could happen. I can see it working. We could do a really high thing like that. Mm-hmm. You don't know if he actually if he thinks he could pull it off or not. That uh, that's a really cool pull off in there. Like I never had to actually drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, I'll... Like... Disney, Marvel, y'all know where to send the check. I got the idea right here. Cut the they ain't gonna do it, man. I feel like they're gonna focus on a major character. Probably make a Hulk game before Daredevil. Oh no, I was just talking about the the Daredevil show, like that thing we just talked about uh-huh. with, the, with the driving sequence. But yeah, if y'all want to make the game too, yeah, I mean. Y'all not really gonna cut us a check because that's not an original idea necessarily, but you know, just do mm-hmm. that. Do it. Honestly, I think it's it's pretty likely that they could do it. I, I don't think it's that far fetched. I mean, Daredevil's it's a pretty awesome. well known person too. Like yeah. I, I would have He was I would say he definitely had the best show out of the all the Netflix ones. So. Oh, without without a doubt. Without a doubt. You could make a little game almost tax paying game and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that shit would be lit, bro. Oh man. Just thinking about that as well. Wow. Shit, if you're talking about Max Payne, you're talking about wow. like, the Punisher. The Punisher basically is Max Payne. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for Max Payne had a lot of painkillers. But yes. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, about PK. Well, I mean, I'm... All I'm saying, you know, this Iron Man game, that, that takes care of, like, your biggest, like, well, not your biggest, but like one of your most well-known heroes. The Black Panther mm-hmm. game also takes care of a very well-known, beloved character. You obviously can't touch Spider-Man because you know Sony's doing their thing over there. But I think you know that leaves them some room for like a lesser-known, like like a Daredevil still popular. So I'm not gonna say lesser-known necessarily in that, like as a as a slight. But in comparison to Black Panther and Iron Man and where they are right now in the MCU, because really that's that's what feeds a lot of this stuff too, right? Like you're you're, you're trying to make sure that all this transmedia shit feeds each other. So I would imagine that 
it might feed into a, like another hero that's getting a show or a movie or something. So Daredevil could make sense. Blade mm-hmm. could make sense. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. see. How about this? How about you make a Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but like you know, a good one. Well, I'm not gonna say the other ones aren't good. But like I'm, I'm not, I don't I'm know. Ultimate Alliance is they're very good games for what they are. I haven't played the third one, but I don't know. Like it's not that. It's like the I feel like the outdated top view camera. I feel like they got they gotta go. I get what you're saying. Like you, you basically want the Avengers done properly, where it's in yes. 3D and like yeah, like it's more interactive. And I, I get you. I get you. Mm-hmm. Do we even have an example of that nowadays? Like, what would be like a an ultimate alliance or wait, like, well, like, like what? What you're saying you want out of it? Like, basically, like a better done Avengers game. Like, like yeah, um, Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't count because you're only playing as one person. But like, it would need to have co-op elements, right? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, what if they made a an X Men or a Fantastic Four game? What if that's the route they were going? Well, actually, yeah, that that's my core. I know, I know, uh, Asamiak got the Wolverine one. That's gonna be exciting. Deadpool? It could be cool. That, that could be cool. <sighs> you don't think EA will do a good Deadpool? No. Mm. Nope. <laughs> I don't think they have the ability to go and do the things that make Deadpool Deadpool. So, no. Yeah. I, I want them to stay away from that. I feel like if Insomniac point. made Deadpool, I feel I, like Insomniac, a rock star, bro. I, I was just gonna I, say, I, I feel like Insomniac would be on the same bullshit. It would have to be somebody who doesn't give a fuck and would be more raw about you it. Don't, well, I mean, when you look at Insomniac games, you know, Sunset Overdrive, that shit was like, you know, a Deadpool, like them breaking the fourth wall kind of shit. Like, yeah, but it was wasn't like, it wasn't raunchy or anything like that. It was just like fun, like. Breaking the fourth wall, fun, but like it wasn't like. But like I'm, I, I, I feel like they can do that. I, you know, like a fucking. I I feel like they could. I just don't think yeah. they will. Like these are the same guys who make Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> but they made Sunset Overdrive. Okay, I, I, but like I, Su- I, Sunset I Overdrive is like the teen version of like what we're talking about here. Like we need it to be M. Like we need it to go all the way left. M. We need the yeah, NC and the AO. We need the. Adult only version. With the AO. I think they can pull it off, honestly. See the Rockstar, bro. I'm telling you, they'll make a damn good Deadpool game. The Rockstar ain't gonna do it. They would make a damn. I know they, but they. Yeah, they they broke. They still gotta finish GTA Six. Yo, slow down. (laughs) (laughs) But you need a studio that just is on that. I don't give a fuck type shit. Like, yeah. Yo, I feel like Insomniac should do Deadpool just for the simple fact that what is it called? You know, Deadpool Wolverine, you gotta have that duo right there. I'd rather Spider Man and uh, Deadpool, what? but like this, this, I mean, Spidey Pool is like a thing in the comic books, so like, I know, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Mm. I mean, you, I don't know, you probably, you probably know more, so <clears throat> I, I would, if, if there was anyone I'd rather see him collaborate with outside of like, you know, the obvious like Wolverine stuff that's happening right now, it would be Spider Man, so. If yeah. if Insomniac could get it so that they could do that, I would be okay with it. But I still don't think they would do it right. Like you need you need a studio that really is just like on some fuck shit, don't care about nothing. Mm. Like even at some level, like I mean, they're not gonna do it, and I don't. They they need to gain back a lot of trust with people. But like someone like CD Projekt Red, who's like is used to do it. Like Cyberpunk is a wild ass game. They don't give a fuck about what's going on in that game, right? Mm. 
It's like the close one of the closest things as far as raw wild content to GTA that we've gotten in the st- that style of game. So like they could take that type of property and just be like, okay, we 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 can do the dark humor, we can do the like nudity and all the other stuff that's involved. Like I just don't see Insomnia doing that, and I don't think PlayStation would do it. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I think they they're going for like the family friendly sort of vibe in a way, but. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it is what it is on that. I mean, we'll see what we get. I, I would love to get some more information about all of this shit at the Game Awards because that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like even just dropping Where's dropping it? one of those uh, one of those new games. You know, if, if, even if we saw something on the Iron Man game at the least, like get a mm-hmm. gameplay snippet or something, that would be dope. So we'll see. But yeah, hopefully. Last, we're here to talk about the. Uh, the main attraction here, the, the the big game, and that's uh, Call of Duty that came out this past week. Uh, so Modern Warfare Two, obviously, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's 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 one of the fastest selling Call of Duties of all time. We all have it. Um, we've all been playing it. And Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one here because you know we were pleasantly surprised to find out that you you, you have it. You're, you're you've been playing it in secrecy, like an hour or two, like a, a couple nights back. I got on for a little bit and played. Um, my first impressions. I like it, and I don't know if this is a me thing, something to do with um my 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 speeds or something like that. Even though the last game worked perfectly fine for me in this way, but it doesn't feel smooth yet, like the way how the game runs. And I, I don't know what's up with that. So like a lot of times, especially when I'm shooting. It happens a little bit while running around, but when I'm shooting or I'm in a duel with somebody, I'll lose her frame, and then by the time it, like, kicks back in, I'm dead. Or, like, there's a lot of times where it feels like, yo, I know I shot first. Not only did I shoot first, I got off at least three, four shots, and I still died because it, like, jumps. I, I don't know how to, like, get it to run properly. I think that's so net code. I, mm. So... I don't. I don't think there's anything to do to fix it, other than like, I, I think it's like internet connection. Like, I think there's like a level of lag because I think we all yeah. experience it. And Manny and I recently have been playing, and uh, just just to just to clarify for everybody, we're talking exclusively about multiplayer here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's there's been moments where like Manny and I are playing, and we're like, I shouldn't have died. Like, there's no like, yeah. I shot first. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like that net code that'll that'll trip you up and. So, and the early early releases of Call of Duty sometimes fall a victim to mm-hmm. that. So maybe after a couple of patches, you might notice it being a little bit more consistent. But yeah, that's like a that's a common trope of like I shot first, but then you look at the kill cam and it's like I didn't even get a bullet off. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like, I, okay, I'm feel better about that. Cause I thought it was just me. I thought it was. <laughs> I was using some shitty equipment or something, and my shit just wasn't running right. I didn't know what's going on, guys. I really didn't know. But yeah, man, like I'm like, dude, why when I start shooting, I'm aiming here and then it jumps, and then I'm aiming here and I'm dead. What is this? It happened so many times uh, that other night. Um, because I'm trying to level up that MP7 because I feel like you gotta at least have two weapons ready to go for at least. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, but. I I don't mind a lot of the other things. There's a lot of shit that people are complaining about with the game, and it's the same shit that they complained about with 2019. And honest, a lot of that stuff is... Stuff. 
that they're going to be like, well, that's because you're a newer player and you don't really care. Unless it doesn't really bother me as much. Steps and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I get it that they're there and they are loud. But like the biggest thing to me to be complaining about, I'm more mad at them taking out smaller things that like why did you take them out of the game for no reason so like the idea that they didn't put a leaderboard in at launch and shit like that mm-hmm. it's really odd <laughs> really weird the ui for the gunsmith weird it was it was good in 2019 i don't get why y'all why do motherfuckers make shit harder I, I, like what what would you do that for like <laughs> mm. did you make this for <laughs> I guess they just didn't want to make the same game, you know? But, like, why would you take something that was simple and make it convoluted? It's the same mm-hmm. app download, and you got to update, and, like, you're looking at the new... Bro, why did y'all move this from here to here? I hate that so much. It was a one-click thing. I got to press two different clicks. Why? Mm-hmm. You're messing up my muscle memory, man. Like, this is stupid. Um... There's a little lot, a lot of little stupid shit like that in the game, um, but overall, I am enjoying it. Mm-hmm. it. It's 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 a beautiful game. I love the way Mario works, the way how I did in 2019. I think they've nailed the the gun sounds and the mechanics and all that mm-hmm. very well. They just gotta iron some of that shit out. It just feels smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, once it feels smooth, kind of starts kicking in. Mm-hmm. I might start feeling a lot better about it, but right now, about like a six or seven. I'm probably around a six. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a six out of ten right now. Yeah. You beat the campaign? I don't know if you mentioned that, if I missed that, but. I play mm-hmm. things about it. People, shit was in. Yeah. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. The fact that he said six, I know he didn't play campaign. I know that. I know that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Manny, what you think, man? Yeah, I'm actually enjoying it myself. Almost reached max level. Sadly, you know, I haven't touched grass in a while. I guess you can say, but um, I, I'm, you know, it's a love hate relationship with some things. You know, first and foremost, the armory and the gunsmith and the the whole uh, unlocking system for weapons. Uh, it's good in the sense of like it makes you try things and you know see which one you like. Um. And a part of it is like if you unlock stuff, you you know perma unlock it for other guns as well, which is also a good thing too. One one complaint about the armory or a couple complaints, I guess you could say, is I don't like how they do lock you in that. And in order to try some new guns, you gotta like you know branch out and try other guns because you know you end up grinding guns that are complete trash. And you know especially if you want to get some a certain attachments, you gotta like hit. Yep. That you know, shitty gun to max level. Yeah. Like it's good that a perma unlocks it, but like it sucks that you gotta like use certain weapons in order to really get what you want. Um same thing with camo. Like I remember and I and I get, you know, it, it probably helps the fact that a lot of people don't have a lot of time and you know they do that easily, but like the camos is like one time challenges as well. If you want like fall camo, you gotta like you know, I forgot, I think you used a fucking MK14 or whatever, but, like, yeah, it's just, some things are just, like, it feels too easy, 
And currently, you know, there's no challenges or anything like that. No leaderboards you can really look at unless they have to do it by the time you hear this episode. But, like, other than that, like, yeah, they really need to, I'll say, step it up a little bit and kind of, like, you know, I don't know if they just forgot in the patch or whatever and just, like, you know, give us that things Because, like, I feel like the replayability could be a little eh. But, like, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like it's like it's like you're forced to you know you're forced to play just to like get these things you know. So I'm so glad you brought that up because <clears throat> I, I feel like I have a very like complicated review of this right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm gonna start with the campaign, I know we I know we didn't collectively agree to talk about it just yet, but campaign is like I'm not gonna say a ten, but like definitely a nine. Like it's it is very very good and like i thoroughly enjoyed playing through it and I, i've seen a lot of reviews that said like c- quite the contrary and I've, i was very shocked to see that because like the, the moment to moment action in that campaign like really brought me back to like honestly i think for me um like a peak was was call of duty 4 like mm-hmm. modern warfare the original modern warfare like the all gillied up and like all the different missions that you went through they were absolutely amazing and there's one mission in particular that that kind of harkens back to the all gillied up mission and man like it really delivers for me in particular um there's there's another mission that like things go south and you know it's it's called alone let you deduce from that what you will that mission fucking hit, bro. Like I felt like I was felt like I was in Splinter Cell a little bit, first person Splinter Cell. Like it was it was a it was a cool little experience there. Um, so yeah, campaign moment to moment, like absolutely fantastic time. Yeah, man. The multiplayer moment to moment, fantastic time. But when I take a step back and I look at certain things, um, you know, in totality, and especially when I'm comparing it to older Call of Duties. It feels kind of bare bones. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I look at the game, when I look at the multiplayer in particular, it it reminds me of Halo launch. It reminds me of Battlefield launch. There's not as much content as I would expect there to be. Now, like there's plenty of guns, so like that I can't make the comparison as far as Battlefield goes with that. But like when I like the modes, you know, like okay, we have we have Search and Destroy, we have this, we have that, but, like, it's locked behind the, the uh, quick play. And, like, I don't know, I just don't like the structure of it, so when I'm looking at the menu, it's just, like, I don't feel like I have as many options as I would normally have. And I get that, like, okay, if you go to quick play and you filter this and this and this and this and this and this out, then, technically speaking, you can only play Search and Destroy or you can only play this. But when I look at the menu, it just looks bare bones. And then, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not in love with this, the gunsmith mode. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of random things that are going on. They like temporarily have taken down the weapons tuning. I mean, we'll see if that comes back up or whatever. But like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Like, I feel like there's something missing for me. Um, and as far as the, the gameplay loop of, you know, like, basically, you're just trying to get XP. You're trying to level up so that you can get this gun and that gun. They destroyed that entirely. I don't know, like one of the one of the best things about Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, the original one, was that idea that okay, like I start off with my M- M16 at level one, and that's a great gun. And you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting my kills, yada yada yada. I get to this level, I get this attachment, I get this gun. I, like every level, I'm getting something substantial, and I don't have to do too much else outside of just continue to play the game to get 
all the attachments and get all the guns that I want to get. And then, you know, obviously then there's the challenges to get camos. And I don't really like that's a cosmetic thing. And I guess I don't really care as much about that. Like you can do whatever you want with it. I, honestly, Mandy, I know you mentioned like they made it a little bit easier. And personally, I don't care. I'm fine with that. Whatever. Because people ain't got time. Mm. But the weird part to me is you, you, you're considerate of people's time as far as camos go, but you're not considerate of people's time as far as like grinding out attachments and all the other things. I just don't like this system of, okay, I, if I want to get an ACOG scope on my uh, M4, I have to go use like a, I, I, this isn't literally what it is, but like I have to go use like a sniper rifle or whatever. And I was just like, I don't want to mm-hmm. fucking do that. I don't want to like change the weapon class that I have to be working with just to get a, a weapon on a different, uh, an attachment on a different gun. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't like that. Like, I, if you mm-hmm. just kept it the simple, like, okay, I got to get to level 20 to get the ACOG, bet. I got to get to level 40 to get uh, Hardline or si- Dead Silence or whatever, bet. Like, you know, like, I, I miss that type of progression because to me, that it was just easier to deal with, easier to understand. I don't have to go figure out, okay, how do I have to go get this gun? Oh, now I have to go use this gun that I don't want. Like, that shit is ugh, it, it kills me i don't like that at all mm-hmm. so as far as that goes i'm gonna give that shit like a, a flat out three out of ten like that is <laughs> horrible I, I do not like that system whatsoever mm-hmm. um now to be fair it's probably not gonna matter for much longer because you know in 15 days from from now we'll be in Warzone, and i probably won't really be touching much of the multiplayer but for that time being while i'm supposed to be grinding out shit to then go use in Warzone eventually it's uh it feels like a chore and i don't i don't like that type of shit i don't want it to feel like a chore yeah i know what you mean it's multiplayer you know overall is i enjoy it with friends it's kind of like a hassle to play alone sometimes and it's like you really can't try because if you do and you just get end up in like a sweaty lobby and all that kind of things and it's a whole mess and you're just dying all night and you just yeah, yeah. get burnt out. Yeah. And I you know, one thing I do miss about the old Call of Duties is like the old matchmaker system and you know, this non existent go based matchmaking that ruins the game now in my opinion. Like, for example, you know, when you play like a, a sweaty game of S and D, y'all talking shit to each other every like round ending and everything like that, and you know, you get through all that. And then, like, you go back to the main lobby, everybody's talking shit to each other, and, like, oh, bet you want to be like that, all right, see me next match, all right, we this one. You know, like, that experience from, like, the old Call of Duties was, you know, elite, because you're just interacting with everybody and all that, and now with this new skill-based matchmaking, you really don't get that experience unless you have, like, a private match with, like, 10 of your boys and you're talking shit to each other. You can't really, like, squad up. With like you know six of your boys and hit a S and D lobby, you know play against other people that are in game chat and talk shit to each other. You can't do that no more, really, except for like in the same game. And like I don't know, it's just that's like the classic model for two experience. And you know I, I do miss it, and it sucks that skill based matchmaking ain't going anywhere. But I I get what you're saying, but does that have any? I don't think anything you just said had anything to do with skill based match matchmaking. Like if well, it's the matchmaking itself because. You know, like if you how you perform in that match is how they place you in the next match. Yeah, and I understand. I understand. I, I understand that. But like, I, the system ruins it because instead of playing in the same lobby, or default you to put you in another match just because of how you play last match. You're not staying in the same lobby to shit on some kids. You know what I'm saying, or you know, vice versa. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But 
But the core of what you're getting at just wouldn't exist, even if the matchmaking was set up the way, like the idea of you being in a lobby and talking to the people, like that's just not, that's not the way we play games anymore, right? Like everybody is in a party. It's usually pretty quiet. Yeah, I mean, I guess. You say that, but like every like match, especially on SND, I'd be seeing the fucking, the mic, the mic monitor and like that should be lighting up. But those people aren't squatted up usually. You're not you're not in a party. Sorry, you're not in a, a Call of Duty lobby, like with a bunch of friends in game chat. I don't see that happening as much. It's usually like people rolling dolo, maybe two people, and then they're you know then you get all the the shit talking, whatever. The, the but it's not even like shit talking. It's just like trolling, and not even like the the old school chi- type of trolling. It's just like people making weird sounds on the mic. It's not like. Nobody's actually yeah. talking shit about the game that's happening in front of them. They're just mm-hmm. they're just saying random shit. I, I just I don't know. I don't I, I don't think that I think there's like a culture shift in gaming too. Mm-hmm. And it's like everybody's in a Discord chat, everybody's, everybody's in Xbox chat, anybody, everybody's in PlayStation chat, largely because everybody wants to talk to their friends and their, their friends may not all be playing the same game. Also, I mean I, I don't know, there's there's all different types of reasons we can go into as far as the way that yeah, stuff yeah. is structured. But just as far as like the being in a lobby, like the traditional, like old school way of playing, that should just that doesn't exist anymore. Like you'll get it yeah, here and there, sadly. but usually it's just not it's not the same thing. Yeah. But I get what you're saying about skill based matching, you know, like being paired up with the same people, like that doesn't really happen as much. I get that. So I'm 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 here for it. And the maps the maps are like hit or miss in my opinion. Especially that fucking border map. It's the worst map design in man yeah that, that's the one everybody borders. yeah, yeah border. too fucking crazy man like why y'all got so many cars out here bro like it's too many cars it's one i mean technically two lanes but like it's a whole mess in my opinion and i feel like i don't know if they got lazy and they wanted to put it in for content but not only that but like i feel like most of the maps are pretty small and you can like for for example, S and D, you can like run to the objective in like thirty seconds, not even and like mm-hmm. and plant mad quick and yeah, yep, 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 yep. I agree. Yeah, you. some of the map designs definitely you know hit or miss, and I I kind of wish you know they they focus I guess a little more on like how how not to like get these flaws happening in the game. I don't know if it's because tax print is a thing, but in my opinion, I just feel like how this game is built is built for Warzone, and you know anybody everybody can agree to that because because yeah. like the, for example time to kill i feel like it's ridiculously low you know you walk around the corner you got no chance you know two top two taps to the head and you're done no matter what not even sometimes it's even one tap and it's disgusting but i feel like the time to kill is only because when you're playing Warzone, you're gonna have more plates mm-hmm. so that you know they got stacked on top of each other so it's enough like you killing somebody forever but you know there's got to be a way to balance that with multiplayer and war zone and make it different what does it call it's that you know like i said the movement the movement feels really fast and that's why probably these maps feel small but still like like you know the movement you can tell it as based for war zone as well and like i don't know i feel like this game obviously you know multiplayer is its own thing but i feel like they focused strictly on Warzone 2 first and then, like, kind of went to this last minute because they knew they could make, like, these maps and stuff like that. I just feel like it's, it's a simple fix for this, though, right? Like, just give everybody plates when you start the round. 
the multiplayer. That too. Just give everybody yeah. plates. Like it's not that it's not that deep. You know, like they don't they don't even need to replenish the plates. It's just mm-hmm. like once you once you die, you get more plates. Like that's it. I I don't know. I find that to yeah, be you weird. Know, or just like somehow make the TTK a little longer. You know. But like you really don't have to do you don't have to mess with the TTK if you don't want to. You literally mm-hmm. could just give everybody plates, and that would solve the problem because it would literally be on par with Warzone. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like it'd be, or just it'd be separate easy. the two. I feel like they could do that too if they wanted to and call it a day. Like there's a lot of different ways about this to make it better. But I feel uh, like I feel like them not separating it is probably because of either they don't want to take the resources or whatever. So if you don't want to do that, there are simple fixes. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. like because because at the end of the day, right? If you're aiming center mass. You should, you know, you're hitting plates, you're hitting a vest, whatever. So if you give everybody the the, the plates and act like it's Warzone, then you're fine. Because the other thing is with Warzone, if you get shot in the head, you get shot in the head, right? Like that doesn't really change. So you keep <laughs> that time to kill the same uh, across both modes. I, I just feel like they would benefit with, I mean, I, I guess technically there is a level of consistency between the two. And I think that it's good to have that level of consistency between the two, but you know, for for players playing, I just just give everybody plates. It just would. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the experience would change for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the this this uh, little review discussion is is tentative because, I mean, I, honestly, Warzone Two and DMZ are part of the package, even though they're free. You know, you don't necessarily need to buy the game for it. They're still part of the package, so we'll see mm-hmm. how things switch up. You know, by the time the sixteenth hits, because I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say about. Call of Duty then, mm-hmm. but but yeah. Well, overall, I mean, even though we're all complaining about it, like it's it's caught off to a good start. Like I like I said, from the moment to moment action of the game, I really enjoy it. Um, even like they have this this co op mode that I've I've been playing with a couple people. Ton of fun, like a mm-hmm. ton of fun. Like we had some stupid stuff happen today where I was playing and um, I took out a helicopter that was chasing us. And the helicopter fell on on Felix. <laughs> he oh, died. Man, I would have cried. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. But it's even worse. So it fell on him. He died. Right. And like when when you when you get like when you get hurt in the game, you get down. Right. Obviously. <laughs> so I was like running over to get him up. I couldn't even get him up. He was dead instantly. And then like the way he was positioned, he was like. He was like under a tarp <laughs> kind of a thing. Oh man. So I couldn't get in there. So like it drops like a dog tag. So I, I guess if you grab the dog tag, there's some way to bring him back. I'm not sure. But like it, mm-hmm. like I, I'm standing there and there's a dog tag and I'm trying to get to it. But like it's hurting me so much that I, I the first time around I just went down immediately. So I was like, damn, I had to crawl away and I had to use my um my self-revive. I was like, I can't go back for you. And so <laughs> so the way the mission was set up. It was like you're supposed to go to these different sites and blow up these like these missiles, right? Mm-hmm. I go through so Felix gets down, whatever. I'm like, all right, what? I got one more thing I have to blow up. So I'm gonna go do that. I I lost myself revive, so that sucked. Now mm-hmm. I, I get to the place and there's like a juggernaut on me. So like I'm stressing out about that. I don't have a self-revive. I barely have plates. Like I'm I'm like in the wind at this point. I somehow managed to get through, blow up the thing I needed to blow up. And I'm like trying to extract, and there, there's like another helicopter following me. I blow up the helicopter. I'm like, I'm gone. I'm on the plane to Xville, and the game crashes. And 
when I tell you I was so fucking pissed is like not even an exaggeration. And it was just it was just, everything that could possibly go wrong in that moment went wrong. And it was it was horrible. So the mode is fun, but some of the mm-hmm. other some of the other technical issues that are happening with Call of Duty are like interfering with some of those moments. So it's hard to really mm-hmm. give it as high of a score as I want. But I will say that out of all of that, it's just a fun game. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. I am at it. I'm having a decent time. For sure, for sure. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it could it could be Battlefield, right? Like that that was much worse, significantly worse. But at the same time, the you know, I'm not even getting into it because I'm gonna get into a whole other tangent about it. But you know, we'll we'll keep an eye out with Call of Duty. Obviously, like I said, we'll see mm-hmm. what's going on on the 16th. Um, but outside of that, guys, I think that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, make sure to check us out on our social media platforms at XPackPod on Twitter and uh, Expansion Pack Podcast on TikTok. We will check you guys out next week. Peace. Hiya. Yeah.